Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Divine Downloads. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and we are a community-based platform supporting holistic leaders of tomorrow and helping to create the new earth. I have one of my close personal friends, client, and now soul sister here in Nashville. Her name is Lindsley Brooks. She is the creator of the Home Method. This is a mind, body, spirit, home uh, methodology that she's created to help enhance and transform your life. She also has a background in feng shui, energy healing, and astrology. And I'm going to preface this because today we're going to be talking about twin flames and soulmates. So if there's one thing you will know about my friends and my clients is we sit around and we have deep conversations. And we recently had one of those moments where we were discussing twin flames and soulmates. And I just said, I got to have this girl <laughs> on the podcast. So yeah. welcome to Divine Downloads, Lindsay. I can't wait well, to dive in. Me too. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So where should we start here? Because we definitely went down a little rabbit hole here and you had some very interesting perspectives around the twin flame soulmate connection. So mm -hmm. maybe let's start off with what is the, what does twin flames mean to you? Mm -hmm. Like when you hear that word, like what swifts through your mind? Well, and I think it's kind of rare because a lot of people don't even know that phrase, right? Like in the spiritual community, we hear twin flames a little more, but most of the time we hear the word soulmate, right? And like, we're all looking for our soulmate. And it wasn't until, I don't know, about maybe, you know, 10 years ago or so, I started learning about this twin flame thing. And it took the whole idea of what like relationship and partnership and all this to the whole, to a whole other level, right? Because um, if we just dive right in, to me, twin flame energy and relationship is really this sacred union between the masculine and the feminine energy, right? And so you find a twin flame connection, and when you find that in another person, it is the counterpart. It's, the, it's almost like the, the, the twin flame idea is that a soul splits in half, and then you go out there looking for your other half that would create sacred harmony or balance or union between two people. And it's so rare that I have actually read that it, it, you know, it maybe comes once in multiple lifetimes. And then it usually only kind of comes together sometimes at the end of a soul cycle. So right before they finish evolving, I've even heard that too. But I think we're all looking for that counterpart, right? Like that part of us that we can have a, a healthy, clean mirror in somebody else, and they we feel seen, and they see us, and there's that sacred connection, that sacred union that, to me, is almost like the ascended master level of like the the Jesus and the Mary Magdalene or something, you know, where they come together in that kind of union, and then it's not just to benefit them and have their own little bubble of a love mo moment, but it literally helps to transform and heal the world when they come together. Wow. So what yeah. is the difference between soulmate and twin flame in your opinion? Yes. Well, soulmate, I feel like we have multiple soulmates in a lifetime and it can even be as um, innocent and as, and as precious as it is between a child and a parent or with friends. I feel like you're one of my soulmates. I think um, you're one of my soulmates too. <laughs> but the, you know that of course it can be romantic too, but I believe soulmate um, connections have to do with helping a soul evolve. And it doesn't mean that they're necessarily easy, but it's definitely more of a um, growth connection and a, a healing connection for people. And then there's a third one. Okay, let's hear it. The third one is karmic. 
karmic or what I call like the catalyst relationships. And I don't know, I think this is kind of what we were touching on the other night, but to me, the karmic and um, relationships are the ones that you had some unfinished business that you just had to clean up and you had to come together. And sometimes they're strategically timed out in your life to where, you know, it's like, there's a moment where you kind of go sleepwalking in your life or your heart shuts down or you don't know who you are, or you've forgotten. And there is a contract that you have with another soul, right? And when these moments happen in your life, it's almost like on an energetic heart level openers kind of sends out a signal and says, when I forget who I am, when I have gone sleepwalking, I need you to come back into my life and remind me who I am and wake me back up to my purpose and heart. Okay, so I now got I'm lessons. Remembering. Yeah. Yeah. I'm remembering the conversation now. <laughs> so this is, I want to focus then on this relationship, the catalyst, you know, and I've also yeah. heard that like, I've heard the term like faux twin flame. I, I mean, yeah. I've heard all kinds of different things, but this word of catalyst. So when we forget who we are, when we are sleepwalking, when we yeah. are entertaining toxic relationships, we're not treating our body right, um, we're doing these things that are out of alignment with our soul's brilliance. This person mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. made a deal with, and we made, right. so they're, they're very significant. I mean, so we put so much yes. emphasis on the soulmate, on the twin flame, but this catalyst, if you really think about what we're talking about here, is the, is the person to help you ascend. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, we're gonna go into this lifetime, and when I get off track, I need you to come back in and like rock my world. And a lot of us <laughs> think that that person is potentially our twin flame. Or so, yeah, exactly. We right? put all this other stuff on them, yeah. But really, they're like our little BFF, like yanking us and pulling us. And then, and yeah. then we always wonder, well, why does this never turn into like, the real deal when why doesn't this turn into like the the relationship of a lifetime and so yeah. we're constantly and i feel like you know even on youtube when there's a lot of you know twin flame tarot readings and just people talking about twin flames we have this like longing for this person but if, mm -hmm. from what the definitions that you and i are talking about today that the twin flame is really this divine masculine or divine feminine counterpart yeah. this is not gender specific no not gender yeah catalyst catalyst Nobody's talking about that. And let me Nobody's tell you, talking about that. no. And the catalyst just, you, you just nailed it because here's the deal with the catalyst. There's a soul contract and a contract has an expiration date. So there is, there's nothing sustainable or there's no long term, right? With this type of relationship, they literally come in in the exact moment when your soul starts needing it and it's, it benefits them too, right? Like it's a joint thing. They need it as much as you do, but it literally blows shit up essentially in your life. If it's heartbreak, if it's, um, oh my gosh, I can feel again. Oh my gosh. Um, I was depressed and now I'm remembering who I am. Like all these, it's, it's interesting because each contract can be different, but there's always an expiration date. And if you try to extend, the relationship beyond its initial soul agreement, it will implode and it goes south in a hurry. You know, anything that has an inspiration date that goes beyond expiration, it's going to go bad, right? So, <laughs> so is there more than one catalyst? I think that there's catalysts that like are, I don't believe people are actually conscious sometimes, but if they are, they can just know, 
you serve, you know, there's a wonderful Elizabeth Lesser, she's the Omega Institute, and she wrote this book called um, Broken Open, I believe, and she called what I'm calling a catalyst, she called her shaman lover. Okay. And I loved that because it's essentially about it, it woke her up and it healed her. So she had consciousness around it, right? So a lot of times we think about these relationships that like rocked our world and we can't seem to get over it because we don't have context about what their intention was and what the purpose of them they were in our life. And then we can also have catalyst relationships where they just kind of circle back around each other. You know, like you've got, I've got one of those two, you've got one and we don't talk regularly, but for whatever reason, they always pop back up. And I've gotten to the place now where I realize when they pop up, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. I needed that. I needed that reminder. And a good way, sometimes it hurts, but sometimes it actually feels like nurturing. There's like an element of a connection that they just needed to remind me that I'm doing a good job, right? And then there's the catalyst that I'm like, I've learned my lesson. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so multiple catalysts here, multiple soulmates, one twin flame. Yeah. And all of them potentially are part of the soul family, uh-huh. part of the contracts that we came here to resolve. So let's take that now to our friends, our family. Yeah. So they've all got reasons as to why they're in our lives to help us evolve. So I feel like a lot of us, we're, we've got tunnel vision where we're like thinking like, we're almost like wondering why we're obsessed with someone or <laughs> why did I choose my mom to be my mom when yeah. she wasn't a good mom or something like that. So we're not realizing that this, this level of consciousness within us is always evolving. And sometimes, well, in order, how often do we have to learn things the hard way, right? Mm-hmm. In order for mm-hmm. us to learn. So how can we really grow as a soul without those, you know, annoying people in our life. I know. Well, and I think that's why this information is so huge. And it's part of what I try to strive in my life and teach my clients is to live consciously. Like an intentional life means that every relationship you have is, we know this, it's a mirror reflection of our own subconscious, our blind spots, but they also are like people come into our lives to help us expand and grow and heal. And so you're right. If there's no consciousness around every interaction that you have, You'll just be completely oblivious to the fact, and you could become victimized, right? It can, like all of a sudden you're like, what's the deal here? Why is this never work out for me? But when really it's an opportunity to be able to go a little deeper and be able to see what the lesson is, right? And to be able to see what the gifts are here, what the lessons are here that are for my highest good and for their highest good and for the good of all, because that's that's the point of we're all connected, right? It's not just so we can have a good romantic partner or get along with our best friend, right? There's some kind of higher purpose around all of it. This is so fascinating. I feel, I, I hope that our audience today is taking this in because I know I'm one of those people, hello, Venus and Scorpio. It's like, once I put my claws <laughs> in, it's like, oh, I'm gonna get them out, you know? And this, this one small topic around these catalysts, um, you know, people in our life that if we can step outside of that, that need for them and see the lesson of what, why they're really here. And it's okay if they circle back around because that is the reminder. And I think that just falls out into other relationships as well, whether it's business relationships. I know that I had some 
some clients that needed to circle in and circle out, you know, to help me as catalyst. So I feel like wherever we are on our journey, you know, everybody is divinely put in our path. And even if we got screwed over or we had some kind of abusive relationship, whether it's, you know, father, mother, whatever, that if we can just take, if we can step outside ourselves from a soul level and look in the bird's eye view, I feel like we'd all be a lot better off. And we wouldn't waste as much time trying to make a catalyst to soulmate. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay, so let's go ahead and finalize our beautiful episode today. So takeaways from this, from this talk today. Okay, well, first of all, that, um, well, I think it's just a reminder, being more conscious about what is this relationship that's in front of you now, this aspect of like, can you hold the space for them just to be the catalyst? And can you open your heart for them to be something more and to be able to get the lessons and the gifts out of each relationship, knowing that we're all divinely connected and that we're being divinely led and that it's all for our highest evolutionary growth. Beautifully said. Mm -hmm. This has been amazing. So where can our audience today learn more about all of your amazing services, your home methodology? Uh, yes. So of course I'm on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and then my website, lindsleybrooks.com. Awesome. This has been amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to invite anybody who is listening to this podcast. If you have comments, questions, aha moments that you're having after this episode, please leave them in the comments section. If you're listening to this on YouTube, um, you can also find us on uh, Instagram. I'm at Holistic Fashionista. She's at Lindsley. Is it just Lindsley Brooks? Lindsleybrooks.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because every time I do an episode, I get lots of people chiming in. So I would love to hear your guys' feedback and mm -hmm. comments. If you are experiencing a catalyst in your life, we'd <laughs> love to hear about it. Um, until next time, thanks for tuning in everyone. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista. Until next episode. Thanks, Lindsley. Appreciate you. Thank you.